Hey, Mike, guess what? What? Mike, raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disaster in the blink of an eye. Yeah. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things that you had never thought of possible. Yeah. Listen to In the Wild as they explore the most heroic, terrifying, and phenomenal stories of real people who survived the unsurvivable. Learn what went wrong, what went right, and how you can make it out alive if the worst case ever happened to you. In the Wild podcast reviews on Apple include Love Your Podcast from Laura. It's scary how relentless nature can be. I always enjoy this podcast at work. It keeps me on the edge of my seat. Or how about we go with Hiker 0001. Uh, Good stories and good narration. I like when there are sound effects that add to the ambience of the story. In the Wild podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast downloads. Broadcasting across the nation from the East Coast to the West. Keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side with leading-edge topics, along with special guests, to navigate technology in a segmented, stylized radio program. The information that will make you go, hmm. Pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts, as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the show that makes you go, hmm, technology news of the week. The show for the everyday person talking about technology broadcasting across the nation with insightful segments on subjects weeks ahead of the mainstream media. We welcome our radio audience of 35 million listeners to an hour of insightful technology news. Each week our show covers the weekly top technology subjects without any political agenda. We verify the facts and we do it with a sense of humor in less than 60 minutes with, of course, a little whiskey on the side. I'm Nathan Mum. Welcome to our show today. We live streamed during our show on five of the most popular platforms, including YouTube, Twitch TV, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We encourage you to watch us live or visit us online at techtimeradio.com. Tweet us during the show at hashtag techtimeradio, and we'll do our best to respond to your tweets on the air. If you enjoy the show, make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever podcast replay service you may be using. I'm your host, a technologist with over 30 years of technology expertise, working for Fortune 500 companies across the country. My co-host here, Mike Reday, is an award-winning author. Originally from Arizona, Mike's a human behavior expert, living in the Seattle area with a master's degree in forensic psychology. Mike is here to keep me from geeking out while providing insight into human behavior and how it interacts with technology. We are two friends from different backgrounds, but bring the best technology show possible every week. For our family, friends, and fans to enjoy. Are you ready to go, Mike? Yeah. All right. Let's start today's show. Now on today's show. All right. Today on Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the Cold War of AI has Microsoft and Google about to open an AI battlefield. We're going to be talking about this. The Super Bowl will not show cryptocurrency commercials this year. No way. Yeah, that was uh, every commercial last year was essentially a new cryptocurrency company, and this year they have banned cryptocurrency commercials. I wonder why. Well, maybe because cryptocurrency is a hustle. Aren't making any money, and they're all going bankrupt. That's probably why. Um, What happened? Well, we'll talk a little (laughs) bit about that. Then the Super Bowl will not show the the commercials. But do you know how to watch the big game for free? 
I didn't know you couldn't watch it for free anymore. Well, we're going to talk about that because if you have cable and if you have Fox and you're on this, I got ways that you can actually stream this and watch the big game for free. I got three different ways you can do it. So you're going to want to listen to that because the number one search that comes on up 24 hours before the Super Bowl is how can I watch the Super Bowl for free? So we're going to be talking about that. I've been out of the loop for a long time. Well, there you go. And how uh, unique we have... Unique Dumb Cyber Criminals segment that you're going to sure to laugh at today. This is crazy. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. These these criminals, some of these cyber criminals shouldn't be any criminals at all because what they do is just like 101 of, of thievery that you should have taken care of. We'll be talking about that. And Netflix password sharing is ending in 2023, right? We have all the information on how this will work and uh, what's going to happen with no longer sharing your Netflix password. So it's a big deal. People are kind of jumping all over everywhere because in 2017, essentially Netflix tweeted that loving is sharing your password. So they have changed from 2017 where they wanted people's eyeballs on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, in 2017, they were making more money than they are today. Correct. So now, all of a sudden, they're going to be clamping down on it. We're going to be talking That's about right. what's going to happen. And Go Anywhere MFT File Transfer Solution, an encrypted security solution that tracks information, is our fail of the week. Find out why. In addition, of course, we have our standard features, including Mike's mesmerizing moment, This weekend Technology, and a possible Nathan Nugget. As always, we have our Pick of the Day whiskey tasting during our commercials to see if our selected whiskey Pick of the Day Gets zero, one, or two thumbs up at the end of the show. So sit back, raise a glass, and welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Now it's time for the latest headlines in the world of technology. Here are our top technology stories of the week. All right, story number one just broke this morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Microsoft is about to go to head-to-head with Google in a battle <coughs> for the future of search. Uh, let's get an update of two... Key items for our correspondent, Leslie Frank. ChatGPT has become a global phenomenon. It has emerged as a disruptor in the technology world, so much so that various tech giants are feeling threatened by its technological advancements and growing popularity. One such tech major is Google. It seems that the company is striving to take on ChatGPT. According to reports, Google is planning to soon announce a ChatGPT rival. The company is hosting an event on the 8th of February. There are chances that Microsoft may integrate the ChatGPT module into Bing. Now, this could give Microsoft's Bing an edge over the Google search engine. Now, it remains to be seen who will win this epic race for AI supremacy. All right. After six years of peace. And you're going to go with Microsoft. Well, we're going to talk you're about gonna... it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about it. The two tech giants are on course to butt heads again over the future of artificial intelligence. The Cold War of AI with Microsoft and Google has opened up, and Microsoft took the first shot. At 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time today, Microsoft simply refers to it as the new Bing that will provide complete answers to real questions. Microsoft has announced a new version of a search engine, Bing, powered by an upgraded version of the same AI technology that underpins ChatGPT. The company is launching the product along the side of an upgraded version of its Edge browser. So have you ever used the Edge browser? 
I use it at work. Okay, well, guess what? Great, because I haven't used the Edge browser for since it came on out, and I was back on Internet Explorer the last time I, know. I used it. You, and you were you're all over Bing though. Uh, I like Bing though. I like Bing searches because you get those like free rewards That's from that, right? You, you get paid for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, now all of a sudden I'm going to have to go, and I, I guarantee you, I'm loading on my Mac and on my PC as my primary browser, probably starting today, Edge browser. It that, promises that hurts my ears. Well, to provide new experience in web and finding information online. It's a new day in search, said Microsoft CEO Sadia Nadala at an event announcing the product. Bing offers a new chat function where users can ask questions and receive answers from GPT version four. Now the free one that everybody's talking about is three point five. So they essentially are using the next iteration for chat GPT open. Uh, AI is essentially the same company that does it, but this has been on their back burner, not open to public. This is better than the current version that everybody is talking about right now. Uh, in an earnings statement last month, Microsoft said that we are committed to helping our customers use our platforms and tools to do more with today and less time and the innovation for the future of the new era of AI. It looks like Microsoft will try to blend traditional search results with answers that sit side-by-side in results. So essentially they're using a center area, like a standard search. When you, when you search for Google, there's a standard area. And then it's taking one-third of the site over on the far uh, right to essentially give you the chat GPT version. Now, during the press conference today, it essentially asked into the uh, chat boss, they asked if an IKEA love seat will fit into a minivan. Bing can find the dimension of the love seat from Ikea and the car and answer if it fits and include blueprint plans on how you would actually fit that love seat into the minivan for transportation. So I was just going to eventually get to my Alexa and she's not going to be like, I don't know what that is. Or, I well, don't know that see, Alexa is the Amazon, right? So Alexa uses kind of their don't, own, their own secret oh, sauce. I thought they, I thought they so my, some uh, of the same stuff. Siri, uh, Apple, is is also planning to be announced that they're going to be working on the same uh, chat GPT for their search algorithm. So if you pick up a Microsoft Edge browser or you pick up an iPhone and you type in, hey, Siri, find this information, it'll be the same algorithm search for all their information. So this is going to be huge. Now. Yeah, I know, you, I know you're in love with it. I am. Google has already tried to prevent anything from happening and to shake up the news community by making an announcement that was rushed that says tomorrow, Wednesday, February 8th, they will make an announcement about their rival to ChatGPT called Bard. The announcement will put the two behemoths known for their previous squirmishes with each other on a collision course as they compete to define the next generation of search. Both companies are chasing essentially the new features of search engines to be that dominant partner. Microsoft yeah, has never is... owned this space. No, no, they haven't. And they have been waiting and waiting and waiting. And they came on out and have immediately launched it. Now, this is the memo that was sent from Google CEO to all of their employees. Essentially, an all-hands-on-deck message was sent to all Google employees, which they call Googlers. It says to test the competitor to chat GPT Bard. Next week, we will be enlisting every Googler to help shave Bard and contribute through a special company-wide dog food. That means you, 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 have, you taste your own food before you ship it out type of deal. We're looking forward to getting all of your feedback in the spirit of an international hackathon. 
More details to come. Google is scared. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, all right. All right. So Microsoft integrates well. <coughs> they also have invested $10 billion into OpenAI specifically. So Yeah, we talked about that last week. Two weeks we? ago. Two yeah, weeks two weeks ago. ago. Yeah, so essentially they are the big boys. Do you believe... This technology will change your browser choice. My browser choice right now is Chrome. I think it will change. I don't, I don't know edge. that there is a choice. Okay. Is there really a choice? I mean, technically, I have several browsers that I can use, right? Yeah, I can yeah. use Firefox. I can use Google. I can use Bing. Yeah, or Edge. Yeah, yeah. Right, or Edge. Well, what, what, is, what is your default? My default is, is Google. Okay, Chrome. You use Chrome? Yeah. Okay. Google yes, Chrome. That, yeah. I mean, that's... That that's where I access all my Gmail. That's where I access all my that, passwords are saved in there. Yeah. There's a lot of functionality involved in it, but it's part of it's part of adapting to what I'm have to adapt for. It's it's the same thing as somebody telling you, "Hey, uh, we're updating all of our TV signals to this." Format, HD standard, yeah. And Instead if you don't SD. have an HD TV anymore, well, you're gonna have to go and buy one. Yeah, so I guess I it worked, watch, didn't So it? if I want to do things, I'm going to have to adapt to it. So it's not like I really have a choice. Uh, speaking about HDTVs, we're going to be talking about how you can get free over-the-air HDTV signals to watch the Super Bowl coming on up. All right. You, all right. Uh, nice you, plug. You, there you go. Okay. okay. All right. Story number two, Mike, it's all yours. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know, we always like talking about how Facebook gets into trouble. Okay. What did they get into so, trouble now with? Reuters has reported that a Kenyan labor court has said that Facebook owner Meta can now be sued by an ex-moderator, a worker who alleges that reviewing graphic social media posts has harmed his mental health, okay. uh, is now able to sue Meta. And this is somebody from overseas, right? This is somebody from overseas. Okay. His name is Daniel... Motong claims he was paid about $2.20 per hour to review posts, including beheadings and child abuse. He is also suing his then-employer, Sama, which Meta had contracted to review these posts. Meta argued that the court had no jurisdiction because the company is not based in Kenya. Probably should have used that chat GPT thing. Uh But the court disagreed and found that Meta and Sama were proper parties to the case. Meta denies African moderator firm exit poses risk. Facebook employees Facebook employs thousands of moderators to review content flagged by users of artificial intelligence systems to see if it violates the platform's community standards and to remove it if necessary. Mr. Motong said that the first graphic video he saw was a live video of someone being beheaded, and he told the BBC back in May of 2022 that he suffers flashbacks now where he imagines he is the victim. Uh, he has. He says that he has since been diagnosed with PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, and believes that his coworkers have also struggled with the content that they had to view. Okay, so so let's break this down again for, for me to understand. So this guy's overseas. This guy is over. This guy's a contractor. A con- he works for a contractor. Okay, so he works for a company that, that contracts fav- with Meta. Okay, so Facebook uh, hired the company, and then right. that company did the work. Correct. All right. And he had he was the unfortunate job of having to look at probably videos that were posted that were flagged as beheadings and other sure, yeah. uh, bad yeah, videos. Which to, he, somebody has get, to do that. YouTube has to, the same they people. To, they have to look at the underbelly of the human the human 
experience. Okay, so I, so I guess that's good that that he has to sue uh, Meta then, right? Because Meta needs to pay him for the the time and effort that was spent yeah, on I'm that. Not necessarily on board with that. Oh, why is that? I, I know you probably were like, oh, Mike's going to get all over. Yeah, this no, you're I, always bashing. Yeah, you were always bashing no. Meta. No, no, Meta. As as much as much as I really don't like saying this yeah uh, meta hired a company to do something for them okay the company hired this person to do that job the company did not provide that person with the mental health proper mental health they didn't realize or they didn't care or whatever it is yeah so i think i don't really know that meta is really culpable in that because meta does not control what you try to post on on Facebook. So this is the problem is that they're trying to place blame on meta for what people are trying to post on an open, open forum platform and then taking the responsibility away from a, the people that are trying to post it, which you can't really go after. So, so you're, you're trying to say that you don't, you think the vendor company should be responsible. I think the vendor is more responsible than meta. Okay. Wow. And, and I, I believe that's, that uh, surprises me. Okay. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure it does okay. because I'm always, I'm always yeah. ragging on. I, as much as I dislike social networks yeah. and as much harm as they cause in general, yeah. uh, there's still this piece here that that has to recognize that uh, just because Meta has this awful thing, yeah, does not necessarily mean that they're responsible for every awful thing that happens okay. because of this awful thing. All right, okay. Odie, were you going to say something on that? I was going to say, aren't you like anti-corporation, anti-company for the worker? Uh, and you're kind of contradicting that now. That's Not what really. I'm kind of saying yeah, right that, now. Yeah. How would I be contradicting something that if you look at if you look at if you look at this, I'm not saying that this guy is wrong for suffering this. Okay, I guess I'm so. not saying that this guy doesn't have a have a ground for suing, but I'm not sure that Meta is the person that he should be suing. It sounds like it sounds like they're trying to just go after Meta big, just, big dollars. just to get the yeah the dollars. It's not really about getting him help. Okay. It's about getting somebody to take the blame for it. All right. Okay. And regardless of how I feel about how corporations run and work and uh, ultimately betray the human trust, yeah, uh, it doesn't say mean, it's not. It doesn't. Be it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that they have to be the ultimate evil in the in the universe. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next story then. All right. Story number three. Amazon reports its first unprofitable year since 2014. Uh, After a long surging profits from the pandemic era shopping sprees, Amazon is feeling the hangover as the retail and tech giant is reporting its first unprofitable year since 2014. Amazon lost $2.7 billion last year, the company said on Thursday. This was despite a holiday season sales growing 9%. Amazon shares fell in after hours trading. So let's talk about this. Amazon lost $2.7 billion after increasing their holiday sales by 9%. You know what all that money is being flushed down the toilet in? What? The metaverse. That is all Zuckerberg's idea. Uh, Well, sorry, not uh, Amazon. Maybe Amazon should should sue Meta. uh, Amazon is spending the same amount of money on 
research and development as Facebook is and Zuckerberg and these companies right now are bleeding through their profit margins to compete against these companies. Yeah. All right. Story number four. Well, that seems really silly, doesn't it? It does. I should take some of that money because I don't think it's and, always going to. And be it that. always, it, it never fails to surprise. Well, maybe not surprise, but it, the interesting thing here is that Amazon thought that when the pandemic was over, they would continue their to sales, reap the benefits of the pandemic. Film. People are going on out and buying stuff now. They're going back to yeah, restaurants. I mean, exactly. No, we like we like social interaction. There, there's there's this huge duh here. Yeah. There, it's it's just. You just want to slap them across the face. It it just astounds me that that these are CEOs running yeah, these companies. That these are that, people that, running the, and there is just like duh. All right, story number four: Fox's Super Bowl Fifty Seven ads won't include cryptocurrency companies. That's right. Uh, now, just because Fox Sports doesn't sell any crypto ads, this doesn't mean you may not see them during the Super Bowl because you can buy local ads for a lot less than the seven million dollars. For a Super Bowl thirty six national spot, you think you think it, the cost is the reason why these cryptocurrencies no, are? No, or do you Fox think it's? Or you Fox think it's because no one wants to do it? And they like listen. We had crypto- every celebrities last year. Last year was the uh, Super Bowl of cryptocurrency commercials. There was at least eight that were on there, uh-huh. and you had every celebrity, LeBron James, out there to invest in this, invest in this, invest in this. They essentially named the forum where the Lakers play after a cryptocurrency well, company. Also, could it I mean, be these- that everybody's getting in trouble for, yes, for yes. Uh, you know marketing this? So, well, what, what did Elon Super Musk Bowl? call it? Uh, hustle, a hustle. All right, that ends our top stories of the week. Coming up, we have what we found on the web and dumb cyber criminals. You will not want to miss these segments. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Hey, Mike, I'm looking for some help writing our blog post for Tech Time Radio. Uh, Well, you should try Phosphor AI. It's an online service that will save you hours of work with your content creation. Simply type in your title and their AI software will get to work writing a high-quality original article for you. You'll need to review the article and take 15 to 20 minutes to make necessary edits before publishing, but you'll get free articles just for signing up so you can try out the service and see how it works for you. How many articles do I get free? I, I already said you get three free articles. You should listen when I'm talking to you. Phosphor AI pricing is very reasonable for the quality of content that you'll get. Why waste time writing the content yourself when you get Phosphor AI to do it for you? Visit them online today at Phosphor AI. Again, that's P-H-O-S-P-H-O-R-A-I dot com. Welcome back to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Tech Time Radio is a weekly hour technology show that talks about current technology in a simple format without having to geek out. Brought to you by myself, Nathan Mum, and Mike Orday. We just had our first whiskey tasting during the break, and let me tell you about what we're sipping in our pick of the day during the show today. We have chosen Broken Top Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 87.5 proof, $39.95, according to Brooklyn's top website. The array of conditions fluctuate in temperatures unique to the region infuse each body with the essence of the Oregon high cascades. The straight bourbon whiskey begins with a unique blend of American grown corn, rye and barley, giving you sweet fruit, vanilla, caramel, and a creamy body with a fine and sweet rye spice finish. The company is cascade spirits. The distillation is unknown, but probably uh, MGP in Indiana. It's a straight bourbon aged two years 
It's 87.5 proof, and the mash bill is undisclosed. What do you think about it so far, Mr. Gorday? Mm, I like it. You like it? Yeah. Oh, it hit me strong. I didn't. I do not like the first uh, shot that I've gotten so far. Really? Well, yeah, we'll see what Odie did. Odie, uh, is that a, a thumbs up a little bit? Are you liking that? Or oh, She's kind of on the fence on this, too. Yeah. She was given the fence. She was given the fence kind of deal. All right. Well, that is, again, it's the Broken Top Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Of course, we have Mark's Mumble. We'll see if Mark enjoys this whiskey. And at the end of the show, we'll either give it a one thumbs up, a two thumbs up, or no thumbs up to see how it goes. Yeah, let's do it. Well, now we got our whiskey out of the way. Let's start our next segment, Dumb Cyber Criminals. Don't swipe or click away because these are the dumbest cyber criminals of the year. All right. Number one, we have Nicholas Sharp. Now, his last name clearly does not indicate his IQ on this crime that we're talking about. (laughs) Nicholas Sharp is a former Ubiquity employee who managed the networking device makers cloud team. Uh, He pled guilty yesterday to stealing gigabits worth of files from Ubiquiti's network and trying to extort his employer while posting as an anonymous hacker and a whistleblower. Nicholas Sharp's company entrusted him with the confidential information that he exploited and held for ransom, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said on Thursday. Adding insult to injury, when Sharp wasn't given his ransom demands, he retaliated by causing false news stories to be published about the company, which resulted in his company's market capitalization plummeting by over $4 billion. (laughs) The ransomware note asked for 50 bitcoins, around $1.9 million at the time, in exchange for revealing the vulnerability used to breach the network, which is essentially they hired an employee that stole the stuff. So, yeah, he stole them. So he physically steals it, and he's told them that for 50 bitcoins, he could give them uh, in exchange revealing the vulnerability used to breach the network. What, what was that going to be? Me? Be like, hey, <laughs> me. It was me. me. <laughs> I, here's my two weeks notice. <laughs> After the uh, extortion attempt failed, Sharp shared information regarding the incident with the media while pretending to be a whistleblower, accusing Ubiquity of downplaying the breach. While stealing the data, he tried hiding his home IP address using Surfshark VPN service. Now, well, we, we, there's two VPN services you need to use. When you use Value Village services for VPN service, you're going to be Have we talked about Surfshark? We have not, because it's not a, even in one of the top five VPN services I would recommend. What is the number one VPN service I would recommend? Viper. Viper, and you use Viper exclusively. Yep. And then the second one would be NordVPN. NordVPN. And I use NordVPN also. And those are uh, backed by thumbs up from Nick Espinoza as VPN services that don't have logs, that don't have anything. Well, guess what happened? Essentially, a shark, uh, Surfshark VPN service themselves had a temporary internet outage, which essentially then doesn't run the VPN service on the deal. So, so their so services he's on, went he's down. On, yeah, he's online doing all this hinky stuff and the... VPN goes out and exposes his IP address. That's exactly what happens. So the standard IP address. Uh, in further efforts to hide his malicious activity, he's like, oh, I screwed up. Sharp also modified log retention policies on their Ubiquity servers and other files that would be exposing his identity during the investigation. Sharp's charge carries a maximum sentence of 37 years in prison if found guilty. He is scheduled to be sentenced on May 10th by U.S. District Court. This is a prime example of somebody getting in over their head, not not thinking it through, and then panicking and trying to. This is this is a a movie right here. A dumb criminal movie, yeah. This is is a movie like uh, 
Pain and Gain. Do you see that movie? I have not. No. It's 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 got uh, Dwayne Johnson in it. Okay. Okay. It's about it's about these real time murders down in Florida. These these beach these uh, bodybuilder guys yeah. kidnapped this dude and ended up extorting a bunch of money and they they just panic and this this is just crazy. This is this reminds this is me reminds of you of that stuff. same yeah. story of plotline. So this is if you steal from a company and then you're trying to extort information from them and you pay for a value village service VPN service, guess what? Uh karma comes back and bites you. There you go. But well, I don't know that I don't know that it's it's karma. Is it karma or something else bites you? Well, just an idiot. That's right. Just an idiot. Well, yeah, we have potentially the first hack here we're going to talk about where the perpetrators purposely left their fingerprints at the crime scene. So there's a luxury goods business that installed 10 fingerprint scanners so as to restrict access to the warehouse in effort to reduce risk. Unbeknownst to them, an attacker began exploiting the vulnerabilities in one of the scanners. And perhaps the weirdest hack move yet... They started deleting the authorized fingerprints and uploading his own in hopes of gaining physical access to the storage area. So you know those card readers that you have on the side of them? This is like somebody stealing a card, huh? So, so yeah. So instead of stealing the card, he hacked into the system, deleted everybody's fingerprints, and started uploading his own fingerprints so when he decided to walk into the store itself, he could press on the deal and go in the back and it would unlock the door for him. Yeah, that, did, it, did it work? Did he get in? Well, the AI security tools picked this up because one scanner started behaving differently than the others when employees couldn't scan and come into the room itself, meaning the security team became aware of the attack within minutes. And, of course, they had some conclusions and evidence too bad. that was able to provide to the law enforcement with his direct fingerprints yeah, for the hack. Yeah, that's awesome, because that, that's really cutting off your nose to spite <laughs> your face right there. That is, so you delete the... So I'm going to use my fingerprints to get into the place where I'm going to steal everything, and then, I'm gonna and get, then my fingerprints are going to be the only one that's on the thing that let me into the building to steal the things that I... Had to create my fingerprints. I said, Sin, these are the dumbest of the year so far. That's man. awesome. All right, here you go. And finally, there's a bank hacker who hid under the floorboards. There's nothing particular, unusually about this, but he was illicitly mining cryptocurrency using the company resources to generate a profit. So this is a bank teller that works in a bank. And essentially what he was doing is he was using the idle time to have machines that he had brought into the building underneath the floorboards that were mining I think crypto I, read, I think I read something currency. about this is like the Superman 3 thing it kind of is so in some the, an office space uh it, it kind of, so essentially he would wait till the office shut down and then at night all the resources would become available to him and he would just crypto mine and crypto mine and crypto mine now he did this off and on for a couple of years and essentially the hackers uh, saw this in an Italian bank when the servers connected to strange IP addresses in the data center. Adding some puzzling traffic patterns, this led to an in-person data center inspection and cables were traced. And it turned out that a bank of employee had borrowed a dozen company servers to start the crypto mining operation and had hidden them quietly and literally under the floorboards of the data center itself. Caught red-handed, the employee was obliged to close out the servers and go home after transferring over thirty million in cryptocurrency to the bank. <laughs> this was the <laughs> largest. Let go. This is the like, largest single-day deposit at the bank in return for them not pressing charges. He was like, "Oh, it was just a joke." <laughs> so essentially, this guy was going to steal this money, 
he has these mining servers underneath the floorboards. Well, they why, find out. Uh, why did he have they, to? Why did he have to move the servers? Well, why did he have to physically take the servers and move them to some other place? Because he could have just kept. If he was actually smart enough, he could have just kept them in the same rack. Yeah, and why, he would have just yeah. done different IP addresses, and he could have done some. There's a, there's a very simpler way to have done this, but he must have set up his own like little network that was off the main company network, probably just using the Wi-Fi and there was like or the internet speeds, and he was using it at night to sell his cryptocurrency. And, well, and they you find know, out, you got these are the things where you kind of wonder not smart how enough. these people get to this point where they're like, hey. I I I think if I move the physical server to here, it'll work better. No, nah, so it, so clearly, so essentially, the bank made thirty million dollars. Just think of be that manager of the bank. You find out you're really upset that your employee does that, and then all of a sudden you make a huge deposit, more than that guy's salary would have ever made for what they're doing deposits in the bank. Well, we're gonna head out to a commercial. Still on the show, we have our Mike's mesmerizing moment, technology fail of the week this week in technology, and what we found on the web. You're listening to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. We'll see you after the break. This is Mark. And Greg. For Copiers Northwest. With a terrific offer called Printer Care Plus. It's simple. Buy HP printer cartridges from Copiers Northwest and we'll service your current printers for free. That sounds too good to be true. It's made possible due to our HP Copiers Northwest relationship. Copiers Northwest is an HP Platinum partner. One of only two in the entire Northwest. And now with Printer Care Plus. Copiers Northwest will provide free printer service. As long as they purchase genuine HP cartridges from Copiers Northwest. That's right. IT departments no longer have to service printers. Or fix paper jams with Printer Care Plus. They can focus on more strategic initiatives. And let our experienced technicians keep their HP printers up and running. Sounds like a love-love relationship for IT departments. Don't get too carried away. So how do they get more details on Printer Care Plus? Call Copiers Northwest today, 206-282-1200, or visit copiersnw.com. Copiers Northwest. New ideas, new solutions. And now, let's look back at this week in technology. All right, we're at February 4th, 2000. Electronic Arts EA releases The Sims, the best-selling PC game in history. Yeah, man. The Sims is a series of life simulation video games developed by Maxis and published by Electronic Arts. The franchise has sold over 200 million copies worldwide and is one of the best-selling video game series of all time. Mm-hmm. The Sims series is part of the larger Sim series started by SimCity in 1989. Game designer Will Wright was inspired to create a virtual dollhouse after losing his home during the Oakland firestorm of 1991. And subsequently, rebuilding his life was a comedy. Replacing his home and his other possessions made him think about adapting that life experience into a game. When Wright initially took this idea to the Maxis board of directors, they were skeptical and gave little support or financing for the game itself. The directors of Electronic Arts, though, which bought Maxis in 1997, were more receptive because they had SimCity that had been a great success for them, and they foresaw the possibility of building a strong Sim franchise. Wright has stated that the Sims was actually meant as a satire of U.S. consumer culture. Well, it is. Have you ever played it? I have played it, yes. I played like the very first versions where they didn't have the little green dot above your head to start out. Oh, with I, I, I've loved, I think I've played every single version. They're one of my favorite, favorite 
The best, the best thing was when he, you, games. You, you, had just, to, you had to you use your bladder, out. and I, I was a bad guy, and I just would never have my porcelain use the bladder. So then, oh, I know. So then you had to make a you mess were, all yeah, over the house, yeah, all over yeah, everywhere. I think everybody who's played The Sims has probably done that and been the, you, you, the just, Sim serial killer. Yeah, the, yeah where you, where you, you just you, kill everybody in your you, household. Yeah, you trap them until they die. And, <laughs> and they get know, all depressed. But, yeah, that that that's one of the things and big things in there is is acquiring wealth and Spending it on things and getting new tiles and upgrading your kitchen from the yeah, plain kitchen yeah, to a little it, bit better it is, kitchen. It is, building it is the house. actually very satirical of American culture. Yeah. Now you're going to go home and re- relaunch your version and get it back up on your computer? Oh, I I have it on my computer already. You I, do? Okay. I, play, I think I played it last month. Wow, okay. There you go. Oh, well, that was This Week in Technology. Have you ever wanted to watch some Tech Time History? With over two years of video, podcasts, and blog information, you can visit techtimeradio.com to watch our older shows or join the Tech Timers Facebook group. Talk with us live all the time. We're going to take a commercial break, but when we return, we have Mark's Mumble Whiskey Review and our Technology Fail of the Week. We'll see you after the break. Tech Time Radio is brought to you today by Nutility, the platform that makes utility management seamless by selecting your service providers, splitting a single bill amongst roommates, and then shutting off your service when it's time for you to move out. Nutility reviews your preferences and sets up all the utilities for you. This provides you with the best local provider in your service area. It's much easier than splitting up your bills between roommates. No more late Larry not being able to get to you on time to make the payments, and no more Venmo charges or PayPal charges. One place to do your billing so that everybody pays on time. Now, how can you use this great service from Nutility, you ask? Aha. Well, you can absolutely get it now and get three months for free. That's correct. If you go to Nutility.com. Again, it kind of sounds like Utility, but it's Nutility.com. Use the tech code 3. And again, that's N-U-T-I-L-I-T-I.com. Get your first three months for free using the code TECH3. The segment we've been waiting all week for, Mark's Whiskey Mumble. All right. Well, today is February 7th, and it is Huggin' Addict or Alcoholic Day, which is observed every what's, year. What's that? It's a what? A Huggin' Addict or Alcoholic Day. Okay. It's observed every February 7th. <laughs> Interestingly enough, that's half the way to Valentine's Day. <laughs> this day is dedicated to destigmatizing addiction and rehabilitation. With correct resources and empathy, addicts can be free of alcohol and drug addiction and find their footing after recovery. If you do drink, please always drink responsibly. Uh, so we're going to go into talking about the whiskey now. Okay. Which is, seems pretty uh, counterintuitive. <laughs> after we just talked about the whiskey. So I was making fun of it, and then <laughs> you talk about all the serious stuff. Now I feel well, really, it, uh, really it, bad. I worked in this field for, for quite, a, quite a few years, so it, it, this is a very difficult field. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure hugging is... Is is probably the right thing. Is well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not real. Well, what if you're at work and you start hugging everybody? Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know about it. anyway. T- today, <laughs> today's whiskey is Broken Top Straight Bourbon whiskey. Mark has said that the brother and sister team who founded Broken Top took their inspiration from a Mountain View landscape painting their parents, or a painting that their parents acquired from a local artist and named their three primary whiskey offerings after the three peaks depicted. Which 
is located in the eastern region of Oregon's Cascade Range near the Three Sisters Wilderness. Broken Top Mountain specifically is the location of an extinct stratovolcano known for a jagged silhouette which was caused by glacial erosion. The naturally filtered water that runs through the porous volcanic rock is used in the making of each Broken Top Mountain whiskey. Mark himself has a difficult time drinking this bourbon neat. It was too young and grain-forward, so it got moved to his cocktail cabinet where it did make some decent cocktails. <laughs> so let me just tell you, this is Mark is the only guy I know of. Yeah, last week we were uh, short a little whiskey, right? So something got left behind. Sure. So I, I call up Mark. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow a little bit of this out in the in, on the air. Are you, are you gonna call uh, him out? I'm gonna call him out. I said, Mark, hey, I'm gonna go down to the local QFC that was down the street here. I'll get some whiskey for the show. And this is what Mark says. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. I got plenty of whiskey in my car. So he pulls on up, and he literally has whiskey bottles in the back of his car. So wherever Mark's traveling, our whiskey connoisseur, he has whiskey to share with anybody. So if you can see Mark or you run into Mark anywhere in the Seattle area, just ask him for a, a drop of whiskey, and he'll take you right out to his I car. I don't know that he's going to appreciate that. <laughs> People are going to start hugging him. <laughs> that's right. That's right for National Whiskey Day. Well, Thank you very much for sharing that mumble on the show. Now, our next segment is what we found on the web. Are you looking for a free way to watch the Super Bowl? How about the details of the Netflix password sharing? We have them for you. Let's start this segment. What we found on the web. Hey, that sounds like uh, that's the Netflix password. Netflix password sharing is ending in 2023 which is leaving folks with a lot of questions. How will Netflix stop password sharing? For example, what will the new fee be? Yes. What can so I do? So they actually backtracked on that. Well, uh, they actually backtracked on that. And then they actually reactivated it yesterday at 6 p.m. So they said that they weren't going to do it. And then they came back with it. So they have changed it twice. So Saturday, they waffle, they waffle they're on waffling it. back and forth on what they're going to do with this. Because on Sunday, my, I can tell you because my wife is all over this. Well, I, I, she, I saw something got the, about she, this. On Sunday, it said, well, you know what? They decided to remove the statement they, they were going to do, yeah. that they were going to do that. Yeah. And they said that they haven't done that. They're still making decisions on it. But then they rechanged their talk on Monday. So that was over the weekend on Sunday that they announced that. And then mm -hmm. on Monday afternoon, they changed their mind yet again. So what you're having is a battle between PR companies and CEO bosses and the chairman that all want to make money. But they admitted that they don't want to do it in fear or they're going to let the customer know with time. Well, they say that. Yep, they do say that. But people have been sharing their Netflix passwords for years. And again, mm -hmm. we talked about this in 2017. Netflix tweeted on Twitter, love is sharing a password. So it specifically wanted at that time, Netflix did not care about how much it cost, but they wanted to have more eyeballs on the screens than it did caring about the money it was making. But that was five years and now things are different. Yeah. Netflix is struggling financially against growing competition from other streamers like Disney Plus. And on top of the economic global downturn, their figures say it all, where Netflix lost nearly a million subscribers between April and July of 2022 as people decided to quit the service Yeah, and it had COVID. nothing to do with sharing passwords. It didn't. It just had to do with content it and saving money. It had to do with money. content and saving, yeah, money. and saving money. Now, Netflix has tried putting its prices up. It's tried to change different ads, but that's not enough. There are 100 million people right now 
sharing passwords on Netflix, and Netflix wants to monetize them. When is Netflix ending the password sharing? According to Netflix shareholders letter, password sharing will end by the close of the first quarter of the year. That's March 31st. So that was sent out to all of the shareholders in a corporate letter saying that they'll stop. So our deadline we have currently right now looks like March 31st is a dead time. Now, there's no exact date yet confirmed, and Netflix is testing various scenarios to gain feedback from different streamers. But Netflix has already ended password sharing in some parts of Latin America. And this regional viewed is the blueprint of how they are going to look to have this go worldwide. How is Netflix changing the password sharing? Well, Netflix will be very careful about how much it charges for password sharing as people could simply decide to quit their accounts altogether, which is what Netflix does not want to have happen. Which is what's going to happen. Yeah, well, Netflix hasn't confirmed the exact fee for sharing your password yet in the markets, but where they have currently rolled out these new rules, the streaming service now charges $3 to share a password. How will Netflix know if you're sharing an account? Netflix will always knows if you're still sharing your account with someone outside of your household. That's because the streaming service collects a lot of data about you, including what you watch, where you watch it, the location of your home, and device IDs. This information can be used to uh, gain information whether you're watching or someone else is watching it in your household. In countries where the password sharing crackdown is active, Netflix is tracking who shares their accounts via devices that they use to connect to the platform. It will enforce an end of password sharing by asking devices to check in. So if you have a device, it's going to actually send out code yeah. that says go yeah, this check is one on of the in. the most irritating things ever when it happens. And it, it, I hate this. And I it, hate this. I hate this. I hate this. They are going to check devices currently every 31 days. So yeah. once a month. Yeah, once a month. Once a month, you're going to get it. backtracked on that. Well, no. So they, what they backtracked is that they're not releasing no. it in the state uh, in the United States yet. This is still happening in Latin America. Yes, they are still testing it out, but they are still looking net net share Netflix and their shareholders mm-hmm. have one direction. Netflix senior management and the company has a direction, and their PR and marketing firm have a different direction. But mm-hmm. the shareholders, as we learn about big bad companies, as Mike was talking about and shareholders our, come first that is correct and that's, so when the shareholders are told information that information does not change unless you have a change of a uh, chairman of the board which means someone would have mm-hmm. to lose their job or if you have a new ceo operating the company none of those have changed but their communication out there essentially is being that uh, we are going to take a look and see what's available we don't want to alienate individuals from using our netflix accounts but we do want to make sure that we can monetize what people are doing. Yeah. Now, how can you save money using Netflix currently? Do you realize that Netflix now has a total of four different offerings? So originally when you had Netflix, you had two offerings. You had a you had, unlimited you had devices. CDs. Oh, wait. Well, well <laughs> yeah, that's the very first was CDs. DVDs. Remember those CDs and DVDs? They even had some games back in the days. Yeah, there was a separate that. service that, that Gamefly, I, Gamefly, I think. It, yeah, 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 that used to do it. But you'd get CDs in the mail. I, I worked at Microsoft at the time, and every mailbox on Microsoft was filled up with this. Netflix now offers four versions. So if you want to watch 4K stuff, you realize you have to pay for the premium 4K version of Netflix. 
If you only want standard HD at 1080p, you can pay for that service. You can pay for the basic HD, which is 720p, which is pretty outdated in today's standards. Or you can pay for the basic yeah. version of Netflix it, that comes with it, advertisements. Does this not seem just the more ridiculous that we we talk about this stuff, that the more ridiculous it gets? I it, mean, really, yeah. this this is just ridiculous. Okay. You know, we have all the, we have this, we have this company. Yeah. That has failed to see what their problem is. Yep. And so they're trying content. to. It's content. It's content. Yep. And well, it's also, it's also licensing too. Yep. Right. Yep. Because, because they, they set up this, this nice little business plan. Yep. And as soon as you set up a nice business plan, what's the first thing that happens? You have someone that wants to. Everybody else goes, well, we can do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to get my business plan together and I'm going to add a plus on it and then I'm going to charge people and then I'm going to take back all my licenses. Yep. Right. So they're suffering. What do you got, Odie? Okay. Odie, is that, is that, you're giving me a high five? Yeah. No, I guess it's. So, I mean, it's just ridiculous. All right. So now how can you watch Super Bowl 57 for free? On Netflix? Well, (laughs) not you. No, you can't. Fox has the rights to this year's Super Bowl, and it will be their last year to broadcast it under the current NFL contract. Starting this upcoming year, Amazon, CBS, ESPN, ABC, Fox, and NBC will all distribute NFL games across television and their digital platforms, according to the NFL. Okay, okay, okay. You can also stream the game on your phone right now with the NFL Plus app for $5 a month. So all if right. you want to watch uh, the Super okay, Bowl, okay, okay. So the game will be available first. in Spanish on Fox Deportes. Uh, Hulu Plus Live TV will also stream the game, but that costs you $70 per month if you need to pay for that. That's what, crazy. What, what, what's up? I, I'm just saying, so first off, I don't use cable. Okay. And second off, I'm not a big football guy, so okay. I don't I don't regularly watch. How long is it? How long has it been that the, the Super Bowl is not free to watch? Well, hang on. You can watch the Super Bowl for free without cable. Fox is an over-the-air station. In most of the United States, which means all you have to do to watch the game is make sure you oh, get on okay. Amazon today and buy a digital antenna and hook it up to your television. Ears. Old school analog antennas were discontinued in 2009, but you can buy a digital antenna for 20 bucks or less at most popular retailers. But you right. need to get them in right now so your Amazon delivery gets there before Super Bowl. Well, I'm not going to watch it. But okay, well, now how else can you watch it free? Now, this is the Nathan version. <laughs> so I, I, I told you the way you could do it, and now this is the way. Well, if if you don't if you have time and you want to go back in the television antenna, you can do that. But if you want to stream it with a trial, here's your way to do this. If you have a smart TV, Roku, Apple TV Plus, Amazon Fire TV, a smartphone, a smart TV, or any television that can give you streaming services, here's what you do. Fubo TV. Sign up for the seven day free trial. Afterwards it's seventy four ninety nine per month. What? If you sign up for it, uh it's got seven days. Sign up for it today. You can watch the Super Bowl for free and cancel after the 75 Super Bowl. 75 bucks a month? That's for, for uh, Fubo TV. Now, Sling TV, they have a three-day free trial, so not yet. So you need to sign up for it on Saturday. It's 20 bucks for the first month of the orange or blue package. Currently 50% off right now on a special that's going on. But you can sign up for the three-day three free trial on Sling TV. You can also sign up for YouTube TV, which is a two-weeks free trial. And then it's fifty four ninety nine for the first three months, but you could also cancel that. Now, you know what? If you're doing all this, you also need to sign up for your free chicken bucket because nothing's better than watching the Super Bowl 
with some little KFC chicken. Okay. KFC free chicken bucket offer is in effect. Valid for the whole month with fans being able to get their free bucket of KFC chicken up to March 12th. If you haven't downloaded the KFC app, app yet, now is the best time to do this to win a free chicken bucket. All you have to do is sign up and download the KFC app. The free six-piece chicken six bucket piece will be bucket. rewarded to everyone who orders from the KC app for the first time. Now, if you already have an account, all you need to do is go create a new Hotmail account or Outlook account with a new email address and sign up to get your yes, free on chicken. Time, we have all the latest news and all the squidgy ways of getting through the... <laughs> uh, 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 getting the free stuff. Getting All the right. free stuff. Well, yeah, that wraps up what we found on the web. <laughs> Let's get ready for our Mike's Mesmerizing Moment. This is Mike's Mesmerizing Moment, presented by Story Coffee. Visit storycoffee.com. All right, you ready? I don't know. What are you, what are you? How many email addresses do you have? And would you ever use an email address to sign up for something to get a free offer. That's what I'm asking you. So talking about the KFC app that we just talked about. I've already done that. You've done that before? Yeah. Okay, why? I, why? And I'll tell you why. Okay. One One is because as soon as I sign up for some some stupid thing, yeah. I get a flood in my email box. You do, yep. So having an email that exists in there only to catch that spam, great idea. Okay. And do you only you only have one of these? I don't know how I don't know how it's a mesmerizing moment, but well, I, I'm just kind of curious. You only have one of these. Uh, I have um, f- four, four, have four separate email addresses. Okay, and I, you use one as like your primary. I have a primary email address. I have an old email address that I used to use that I have all my things hooked up to from way long time ago, and then I have several. Well, junk email addresses. More junk email addresses. So if, if, how is that a mesmerizing moment? Well, the mesmerizing moment. What makes you decide? If you want to get the free KFC chicken to create a secondary mailbox account to get it, what inside of a person says, let me create a new email address so I can get some free chicken? It's a reward-based system. Okay. It, 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 it helps people overcome the <laughs> the ennui of not doing it. You know, it's easier not to do something than it is to do something, even if it's... You know, KFC wants you to use it. We have an app for everything. You got to go to the store. You have to deal with this everywhere, right? Yep. You have to sign up, and it's it's kind of a pain in the neck. Okay. It's like surveys. Everybody's giving you a survey. They do. Right? So I'm a big corporation. I have money to blow on, on marketing. I'm going to say, okay, if you sign up for my app, which you have $10 million on your phone already, but if you sign up for mine, I'll give you a free chicken bucket. Okay. All right. Right, so it's a reward system. I signed up this morning. I I, I know you did. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go to our pick of the day whiskey tasting. And now our pick of the day for our whiskey tastings. Let's see what bubbles to the top. Download the free Kixie app from your mobile device now. Whoa! How'd that happen? <laughs> Download your free uh, mobile device. Uh, Thumbs up. Oh, That's wait. right. All right, so we have the broken top. Straight bourbon whiskey, 87.5 proof, thirty nine ninety five. You can tell we're on Kixie Radio. They're, they're doing their advertisements over our show. That was for uh, KFC, buddy. Uh, okay, there you go. Are you giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, Odie, what are you giving it? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up, too. And remember, the technology of tomorrow starts with the technology of Thanks today. Really? Yes. Radio. We hope that you had a chance to have that hmm moment today in technology. The fun doesn't stop there. 
we recommend that you go to techtimeradio.com and join our fan list for the most important aspect of staying connected and winning some really great monthly prizes. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service from Apple to Google and everything in between. We're also on YouTube. So check us out on youtube.com slash techtimeradio, all one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week.